Hello everyone, Chad Franzen here, and welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. Today we are going to reveal what you really need to know about the economy, the stock market, and real estate. And we're going to give you action steps to take right now to become a Kingdom Impact Investor. It's time to bring clarity out of chaos. Let's get started. Hello everyone, Chad Franzen. Welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. I'm really glad you're here. On today's episode, we're going to do a mid-year economic update uh, for June 2023. Hey, so glad you're here. Uh, Again, uh, the Kingdom Finance Show, we're really geared to educating and empowering you with financial wisdom on how to navigate the markets and being a wise steward of your resources. Again, please remember this podcast is for educational purposes only and uh, happy to connect with you one-on-one if you want personal advice. A um, couple of things uh, before we get into the content today. Uh, please check us out uh, online, wealthbuilders.net. And uh, we also have a free download um, that we rotate a couple different things in there at wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. So free resources for you at that. And then check us out on Facebook. Uh, you can search under Chad Franzen Official. Uh, please follow us on Facebook and um, see what we're doing there as well. So, all right, well, let's get started on the uh, economic market update. Mid-year 2023. And um, I'm going to jump in for, I shared some of this information. We have a um, a uh, private group uh, of clients and friends that we do a monthly webinar um, and I, I shared some of these with them recently and um, wanted to share it publicly on our podcast show. So some of the key economic points going on, um, you know, obviously President Biden, uh, Representative McCarthy, they finally reached an agreement to avoid the debt default. So U.S. debt concerns have been somewhat alleviated. I would consider that more a kick it down the road, kick the can down the road approach, which is pretty common in Washington, regardless of political affiliation. Uh, but at any rate, the um, uh, I don't think the U.S. dollar is in any uh, danger. I do think with the debt levels where it is, it poses a pretty good concern just long term when we look at fiscal responsibility. So, Again, I'm going to share on, on today's episode, I'm, I'm kind of jumping straight in. I'm going to share some of the key uh, economic points, and, and then I'm going to give you really our forecast, our opinion for where we think the economy and markets are going as we head through the summer and into the fall. And I'll finish with a couple of uh, suggestions for things you can be doing um, as you think through um, management of your businesses and and your resources um, on that. So, uh, so a lot's been in the news about the the U.S. debt and what Washington is doing or not doing about that. Uh, the second thing that's happened here in May, the Federal Reserve did raise interest rates 25 basis points. Uh, and that's that means one quarter of 1% increase in the Federal Reserve's target interest rate. Now, um, there's another uh, Fed meeting coming up, and at the recording of this show, it uh, it ha- it's uh, this recording of this show is happening about a week before that meeting. So, um, June 14th, the Fed raises rates 25 basis points, or will they pause? That's the big question. 
And uh, we'll do a separate podcast on that as well. So folks know um, how to how to interpret that. Uh, inflation continues to be stubbornly high. Uh, there's a um, preferred inflation metric that the Federal Reserve follows called PCE, Personal Consumption Expenditures. You can look it up. It's it's public government data. Comes out every month. And for April, that that number came in at four point seven percent. Now, to give you um, a reference point, the forecast was for it to come in at four point six percent. So, our thesis is that inflation will remain stubbornly high, um, potentially to the point of a double dip, uh, where it goes back up higher. It's certainly not going down to two two and a half percent where the Federal Reserve wants it anytime soon. And, and a lot of the um, research and economic think tanks out there share the same opinion that that inflation is uh, it's not going away anytime soon. And I think you and I all know that when it comes to groceries and gasoline, and um, for those of you who run franchise businesses and you, and you have supply needs, uh, the inflation cost is significant uh, to the tune of 10 to 15 percent for some some goods and services um, on that. The other big thing going on in the markets right now as we enter the, the middle of the year, 2023, is a massive technology rally in the stock market. So tech stocks and the NASDAQ, uh, led by companies such as NVIDIA, uh, who are all in on AI, uh, are, have gone up significantly. Now, it was not too long ago, in fact, uh, 2022, that um, no one wanted to be in technology. Tech stocks, including cryptocurrencies, were down to the tune of 30, 40, 50% or more. Now, um, you know, last year, energy stocks were a big part of the sector of the economy that was doing well. But now, uh, everybody is into AI. So NVIDIA, at their last earnings release in May, was up, the stock was up like 25% the next day uh, after they talked about AI and gave uh, some very bullish um, forward-looking comments on that. So the AI boom has reached an extreme sentiment. It's almost as if, you, if you're if you a public company and you just say AI in your shareholder meetings, your stock's going to go up the next day, you know, 2-3% um, on that. So um, very curious to watch that. Uh, it, it's... Um, in our opinion, leading to a bit of a baby bubble uh, in these technology stocks. In fact, there was an article on Bloomberg News uh, just here a few days ago talking about the m- amount of money going back into tech companies. Um, and I have a chart um, that, that shows this, but the, the flows, it was a record, uh, over $8.5 billion dollars. Uh, of money going into technology companies for the week ending May 31st um, on that. So uh, extreme move, you know, um, behavioral finance and the psychology of humanity is I don't want to get left out. Um, What is my neighbor doing? What is my coworker doing? Everyone's buying Bitcoin. Everyone's getting into technology stocks. And so there's this rush. Uh, everyone's trying to get back into technology, and it's creating very extreme valuation measures. You know, PE ratios over 100, 
um, for companies. And so uh, financial gravity, in, in my opinion, will eventually set in on this. Now, if you're a short-term trader, you know, this might be uh, an okay strategy. I'm not giving advice here, but if you're a long-term investor and you're looking at the economy and you're looking at what the Federal Reserve is doing, um, at some point, if, if technology is going back up, how long does that uh, hold water? Um, the AI boom, uh, I think is, um, I think AI is legitimate, but I think a lot of companies just say it and then people want to pile into their stock just because they want to, want to ride that. So something to be aware of. I don't, um, I don't personally believe, um, that, that, that can sustain itself. Well, let me talk a little bit more about some leading indicators. Um, so when you're, when you're looking at the economy, um, you think of driving in a car and think of looking out your windshield and then think also of looking in your rear view mirror or your side mirrors. Now there's a lot of things in the economy that are data points that are looking out your front windshield. And there are other economic stats that are like looking in your rear view mirror. So one of the rear view mirror indicators is inflation. Right. And so inflation is a backward looking evaluation. Now, the forward looking out of the front of the windshield, right? What I'm going to call leading indicators. These are things that if you're being a wise steward of how to run your business, um, how to manage your finances, how to invest, how to run your ministry or your church. Um, you need to be looking at leading indicators, right? So we would call these KPIs, key performance indicators. The same is true in the U.S. economy and in the markets. Uh, if you're a business owner, if you're running a ministry, if you're just trying to be a, a an astute investor, you want to you want to be aware of the rearview mirror. But the majority of the time, you need to be looking out the wind the front windshield, right? Scanning, you know, for for traffic, for potholes, for curves in the road. Uh, so I want to share with you a few leading indicators. Um, U.S. foreclosures were up 22% in the first quarter of 2023. Now that's compared to a year ago. So that's significant. So we are seeing um, you know, some cracks in the real estate market. For those of you real estate investors, I think you're starting to see some opportunities in different markets, particularly with rates higher, we're starting to see some foreclosures, again, up 22% in Q1 compared to a year ago. Um, let's talk about uh, commercial real estate. Commercial real estate, we've talked about this before on some past shows. Commercial real estate is a huge um, elephant in the room because there is a lot of mortgages that are going to be um, up for uh, renewal, refinance over the next handful of years. And we've talked about this before, um, but it's a it, it's a huge part of the market. I mean, we're talking trillions of dollars in commercial real estate in the United States alone. Much of that is coming up for refinance in the next few years, and we have most of the banks that are exposed to this are are going to be uh, regional banks. And so we've already seen a bit of a regional bank crisis pop up in the first quarter. I don't personally think that that's over with. Um, I think we could see more black swan events in that, and it could be centered around commercial real estate mortgages that that are on the balance sheets of banks um, that are toxic. Um, 
So leading indicator, first quarter of 2023, commercial real estate mortgages dropped uh, 56%. So um, that that's a big part of what we're looking at when we talk about leading indicators. So residential foreclosures, commercial real estate mortgages dropping. Um, how about retail sales? Uh, four of the last five months, consumer spending has dropped. And even big behemoths such as Costco have come out and said that their sales targets are as low as they've been in the last three years for that. So now remember, folks, the economy in the U.S., two-thirds of the economy is consumer spending. It's what you and I and your family, your friends, it's what we spend when we're out shopping, right? So whether it's at a grocery store, whether it's at at, at a Best Buy or Home Depot, uh, Costco, um, this is two-thirds of the economy. So now let me tie in another point that I've made is that interest rates, when they go up, it takes about nine months for an interest rate increase to work its way fully through the economy. So think of a wave if you're at the beach and you see a large wave start to form a uh, hundred feet out offshore. And of course, you'll see people out swimming and surfing. So that wave is working its way in until it crests on the beach and comes in. It's the same way with the economy and interest rate increases. So we've had um, several um, rate increases, right? And the most recent one being here in May. Uh, and um, those have to work their way through the economy. So I don't think it's uh, going to be hard for me to convince you that costs are going up, inflation is higher, interest rates are higher, and that is going to lead to all of us, myself included, pulling back a little bit on spending. You know, maybe your vacations, your budget for your vacation is not as high. Uh, maybe you're finding that, gosh, my grocery bill is so much higher, so we're going to trim some things there. I'm not going to do as much discretionary spending or big box store buys like Costco or Sam's Club. And that's exactly what this leading indicator is saying. All right, let me share with you a couple other leading indicators. Uh, one of them is transportation stocks. So if you think about um, all the transportation companies, uh, transportation is a leading indicator. And often if if transportation stocks go up, it can be a leading indicator of a strengthening economy. Now, conversely, if transportation stocks go down, um, they can foreshadow a weakening economy. And that is what's happening now as we're working our way through the second quarter into the mid, mid part of the year for 2023 is all these indicators that I'm giving you this one, this current one, transportation st stocks going down, that uh, foreshadows a weakening economy. Well, let me give you one other leading indicator, and then I want to transition to a couple other thoughts here on our mid-year economic update for 2023 here on the Kingdom Finance Show. Uh, there's a manufacturing index. It's called the ISM, uh, Institute for Supply Management. Um, very good leading indicator. Uh, smart money follows this. Manufacturing is a big part of the U.S. economy. And if it's dropping or rising, if it's uh, above 50, 
um, it kind of gives us a barometer for the health of the economy, right? So the manufacturing index, this is called the ISM, it's dropped for five months in a row. And so again, these are all signs. If, if I'm driving in my car and I've got my, my, my dashboard gauges, these are all indicators that I need to be watching. Now, I say all these leading indicators are, are flashing yellow lights. A um, couple of them are flashing possible red lights. And so that's something where we have to be aware of what is going on. Now, the flip side is that the stock market, uh, the, the broad stock market, has been in a um, what I'm going to call a um, bear market rally, which means overall things are not that great in the economy, but yet the stock market has been going up. And so a lot of folks will say, well, hey, my 401k is up, my, my retirement account's up, you know, my um, NVIDIA stock is up. Um, the stock market is, when I last looked, the S&P 500 was about 11% off its all-time high. So um, it, it's creeped back up, and in effect, it's, it's now up over uh, 4,300 on the S&P 500, and, and that's uh, broken a threshold. So it's not that far. It's 10 to 12%, depending on the week, um, off its all-time highs. So again, it's a bit of a contrarian view that uh, financial gravity will have to set in at some point. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of euphoria going on in the stock market that hey, the Feds are going to start lowering interest rates and everything's going to be fine. And uh, that's not the position I would take. Uh, I would be tactful in, in evaluating my investment strategies uh, as we move into the summer. All right, I want to share a few other things here. Again, this is our mid-year economic outlook. Um, you know, when we look at the market valuation, um, one of the indicators we talk about at Wealth Builders Investments is what's called the Buffett Indicator, uh, named after Warren Buffett. And it's just a ratio of the stock market uh, to the economy in the U.S. And they measure that by what's called GDP, gross domestic product, uh, not to get too technical, but it is still very high. And in fact, it's higher from uh, when we last talked about this a few months ago in February, March, um, on that, uh, in general, if it's um, if par or, or or the average trend line is a hundred, uh, right now this ratio is at about a hundred and seventy, hundred and seventy-one, right? So if you think about that, so if a hundred is par, that would be fairly valued. A score over 100 is going to be overvalued. Doesn't mean you don't invest, but it means you have to be really mindful and understanding of uh, what you're buying and what your exit strategy is, investment strategy for that. So this Buffett indicator is still at 170, so still very overvalued. Um, personal opinion, I, I would like to see that ratio come down you know, below 150 down to 130, that would create a lot better buying opportunities uh, for investors. Now, conversely, if if this ratio gets below 100, then um, that's when the markets or asset prices become undervalued, and so that's when you back the truck up. Um, if if that indicator gets below 100, or if it gets near 100, 
fairly valued to undervalued, then you um, you're you're wanting to back the truck up. You're wanting to really invest in asset classes that you understand that fit your suitability profile and your time horizon because you understand that the data says, hey, these are fairly valued or these are actually a little undervalued. So that's something I want you to be aware of. It's something we look at at Wealth Builders Investments when we're looking at portfolio strategies. All right. Well, um, I want to finish with just a couple of economic um, outlook points for you, kind of takeaways here as we wrap up the mid-year review. Again, the Federal Reserve is going to continue to be in the news. Um, I do think uh, with the July and September meetings for the Fed, I, I do think that we will see the Fed begin to hold or pivot because the more these rate increases affect banks and the economy, um, th- they're going to have to to pause for a bit. So uh, we have Fed meetings coming up July 26th and September 20th. I think between those two time frames. Uh, I'm really watching uh, what's happening with jobs, uh, with the job market in the U.S., which has been fairly hot. And what the Federal Reserve is, is going to say as far as pausing on the interest rate hike. So I think uh, that's something to be very aware of. Uh, my personal opinion, I think a recession and a stock market drop um, seem to be in the cards for the fall of 2023. Now, again, I'm not giving you investment advice. I'm telling you my personal opinion here. Um, I think all the indicators with what interest rates doing, what the bond market is doing, uh, we've talked, if you followed us for some time, we've talked about the inverted yield curve, the the fact that um, you you can get, you know, a lot higher interest rate on a six-month bond versus a, a 10-year bond. Um, that has, that indicator alone has predicted all 11 uh, um recessions, all the previous 11 recessions in the United States, that's that's turned red uh, for uh, a year now um, on that. So uh, again, a recession is not bad. It, it just means the economy needs to reset, right? It's a natural part of the cycle. And But as an astute, kingdom-minded investor, we need to be aware of that, right? We don't need to just say, well, I'm just going to buy and hope. Uh, I don't really have a strategy Um, I just kind of go with the flow, you know, everything's going to work out. I want to encourage you to be a little more mindful, um, a little more hands-on with managing your resources and creating an appropriate strategy. Now, uh, if you're not already working with a financial advisor, our team at Wealth Builders Investments will be happy to visit with you. We'll offer you a complimentary consultation. So you can visit us online at wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. We'll be happy to give you a complimentary consult on what your current strategy is. Uh, we call that an x-ray analysis. And again, there's there's no obligation. And uh, we'll be happy to do that. So if that's of interest, if you're like, Chad, I, I can't keep up with the economic data and your points, um, our team will be happy to walk you through that one-on-one and really apply this to giving you uh, some personal suggestions on that. So again, um, connect with us at wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. Again, uh, final thoughts on that is uh, we want to continue to watch the job markets, what the Fed is saying, and our our forecast is that we will see a recession heading into the fall of 2023. 
the Fed will have to pause or pivot its its uh, march of, of rising rates. But rates, in our opinion, are not going down anytime soon. And in fact, I just read a couple of reports this morning uh, like, yeah, it's they're not just because they're going to pause raising rates doesn't mean they're going to start cutting them again. Inflation, inflation is still not tame and the job market is still very hot um, on that. Now, the black swan events, um, these type of things could be related to uh, regional banks, to commercial real estate debt, and as always, uh, unknown geopolitical risk, right? I mean, that those are three, uh, I call them black swans, you know, kind of unknowns that could really um, have a domino effect if those things happen. Right now, it looks like the markets will be fairly low on volatility based on some indicators as we head into the summer. But I do expect volatility and, and the recession to really um, rear its head more as we get into the fall of 2023. So, again, uh, I hope this has been helpful. Again, the goal here with this episode for the economic outlook is just to give you an update on, on some of the data points, what we're watching, what you need to be aware of, and uh, most importantly, you know, really evaluate what is your financial action plan. And so, there's always going to be uncertainty in the economy uh, as a business owner. Um, and But if you have a, a financial action plan that you understand, that you're working with a team of professionals uh, to, to monitor and implement your plan, then you're going to be able to navigate um, waters of uncertainty. And in fact, when it comes to recessions and wars and rumors of wars, you're going to be able to make wise decisions for your ministry, for your business, for your family, for your finances, and and benefit, profit from that. Um, so I don't personally believe, you know, we should just go put all our money in gold and, 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 and go hide in the mountains. You know, I think we're really called to be salt and light. Uh, we're called to be stewards, right? I mean, we do live in Babylon and, you know, we need to be the voice of reason that's saying, hey, there may be chaos in the markets, but there are opportunities for us to make wise decisions. And as believers, you know, we want we want um, wise counsel around us, and we want to use biblical principles for that. Well, hey, this has been great. I hope you've enjoyed the mid-year economic update um, here at the Kingdom Finance Show. And again, we'd love to connect with you. Uh, please check us out uh, on Facebook, Chad Franz and Official. And then also online, wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. You can go to that to get our current free download, as well as if you would like a complimentary consultation and just say, hey, I want to make sure uh, what I'm doing fits with with, with what my goals and um, values are. We'd love to connect with you. So until next time, thank you guys for joining us on the Kingdom Finance Show. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Kingdom Finance Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps to get the word out. For more resources on becoming a kingdom investor and to connect with us directly, visit our website at wealthbuilders.net. That's wealthbuilders.net. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show. The content provided is for educational purposes only. We encourage you to seek personalized investment advice from your financial professional. For all tax and legal advice, please consult your CPA or attorney. Investment advisory services are offered through Authentic Counsel, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Cabin Securities, a registered broker-dealer.
The content of this podcast does not constitute an offer of securities. Offerings can only be made through an offering memorandum, and you should carefully examine risk factors and other information contained in the memorandum.